Steve Creighton Jr. with you. How's that? I don't know. It sounds like a horse race. Uh, well, and, and welcome aboard! <laughs> no, and, that's the wrong thing. And they're off. <laughs> they honeymoon that's down. Con- that's got Condon uh, excited right there. Yeah, the hair on everyone's neck just rose. Just stood up and rose and went, Ugh. Hey, um... Back at the palatial... Back at uh, right. Sam Adams Studios. Is that, is that, are we in the Sam Adams Studios? Well, that's though? the only sign well, I can see. We, and we, so we're we're going to talk a lot of basketball here in the program, obviously uh, today, um, as we dive into the world of the Iowa Hawkeyes. But so we'll have Mac McCausland, actually basketball analyst, up here in just a minute. We would want to give a shout out to our 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 location last week. We had a really good time up at the uh, Wild Rose Casino, Jefferson. Um, in Jefferson, obviously not only during the show but after the show as well. Uh, fun and frivolity had. By all, in a, in a great um, a great customer service atmosphere. I mean, they just took care of us all they night did. there. It was really really nice. They liked having a group of people in there, obviously on a Tuesday night. But uh, but they had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, and they and they did. They they were really hospitable. And um, I think we made some comments here and there. But it's true. There's there's another casino in the area that many people frequent. It's the largest one where you are not allowed to be having fun or they just kind of find a way to scoot you out of the tables, right? Exactly. And at the Wild Rose Casino, they let, they let you clap. By they the way, by the way, eventually, at yeah. the end of the day, you might get uh, excused, but it's late. Yeah, <laughs> you might. I got extra sound there, uh, Trent. Is something else? Uh, you got that? Yeah. I got music in the background. Not that that we don't want to do a little bit of dancing we don't ourselves, to, but you really don't want to see that. We don't want to there do that. Go. So, all right, we're good. All right, anyway, we got Mac McCausland ready to join we us. Do. Um, so the Hawks this last week they go up to Iowa State. They lose eighty four seventy eight. They win on Sunday, coming back ninety one to sixty. Kind of an interesting first half. Took them a little while to get going. Then they started really working the ball inside, playing a lot better. And uh, Mac, appreciate you joining us again. Well, I got to give the rundown, and then we get to Mac, and we ask him a question. You do. There are possibly people who don't know the scores of the games, who didn't I, pay attention. I'm sure this that there is are being heard around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Mac, thanks for joining us again. And and uh, last we talked uh, in October, I I would venture to say that none of the four of us that are in, in, in on the uh, air right now. Would have thought Iowa would be five and six, but they are five and six. And I think the question right now for most Iowa fans is, what what is the ceiling for this group this year? I mean, how much further can they can they grow this year? Because clearly they've got space to grow. Yeah, I think you know time will tell, and I hate to use that as the excuse, but again, so many of these kids are inexperienced or inexperienced in critical situations. Uh, definitely Garza, Nunji. I mean, uh, nine months ago, they were playing high school basketball. Uh, then you even got Bohannon and uh, any of the kids last year that played. Uh, they're just still learning what it is to be a Big Ten player. And people talk about Isaiah Moss, but, you know, Moss played behind Peter so much last year in critical situations. He has very little experience. Uh, if they and stay together, so to speak, as a group, not get down on each other, uh, not point fingers at each other. And so far, I haven't seen anything like that. Uh, I think they all feel bad because they had expectations uh, with a lot of people coming back. Uh, I think they thought they'd get off to a better start. One of the things that probably happened, uh, I went down to the Caymans with them, and I didn't realize how good the competition was going to be down there. Uh, I think people kind of looked 
at the name schools, Iowa and Cincinnati, and thought, you know, that would be the finals. Uh, but uh, Louisiana, formerly uh, known as Louisiana Lafayette and UAB, uh, won't surprise me if they make the tournament because they are really good, really athletic. And so going back to your question, uh, if they hang together, do some things that are right, especially being at home. I mean, really look, how many quality home games have they had yet? So they don't even understand, they think, how good the Iowa crowd can be, how supportive they can be, and as we know, it does get pretty crazy. You know, Mac, uh, what I've noticed here in the first 10-11 games, it seems to me like Tyler Cook is really trying to assert himself, and while doing that, he's got himself into foul trouble. And it was, there was a lot of banner the other day. Um, I think it was a Penn State game and the Indiana game where Tyler got two quick fouls and got pulled out of the game and ended up only playing like 13, Four, 14 minutes 14, against uh, Indiana. 14 yeah. minutes against Indiana. I know it's the normal when a guy gets two fouls to take him out and set him down the rest of the first half, but all of a sudden when the game starts to get away from you, isn't it okay to say, you know what, to hell with the rules, why don't we go ahead and put him back in? Yeah, I think you, you know, I'd say if it was February or March or in the Big Ten tournament, I would agree that's probably what would have happened. I think you're still trying to get everybody on the same page. We don't get them on the same page by saying, Uh, We'll let him play with two, but we're not going to let this guy play with two. Uh, Everybody, even when you get recruited to Iowa, they know two first-half fouls. Uh, Fran wants you to play, quote-unquote, kind of reckless uh, starting that second half and not be conservative because then you can lose the game. So it's kind of six of one, half dozen of the other. But I will tell you, as you mentioned about Tyler Cook, uh, I think he is by far uh, the guy that developed the most. Um, just in terms of his defensive stance, how much better his free throws are, uh, how he comes over to block shots, uh, much better anticipation. And that's what I would expect to see out of Nunji and Garza as time goes on. I mean, Nunji, as we know, is really long. Um, he's athletic, similar to Bear. Bear's long, although four or five inches shorter. And, you know, Bear's still coming off an injury. He's not in great shape. Uh, but if I look back at last week, the single thing that probably uh, gave me some thought and hope uh, was Connor McCaffrey. I mean, when he brought the ball down, he looked like a point guard, acted like a point guard. And if you, you know, people will say, well, what do you mean? Uh, a lot of times when players come down, they know there's a play, and they're trying to get in position to run the play. I thought Connor was getting in position where he maybe thought he saw a weakness, a defensive player kind of slacking. Uh, he was ready to, you know, deliver. And in just a few minutes, you know, he had four assists, scored, and this is a guy that, that has mono. So, you know, when he gets healthy, and now you're going to have three weeks, hopefully, uh, to get healthy, work on your game, and then get back to Big Ten play. So, Fran said today that uh, that they're not 100% sure that, I mean, they're going to, they got to, keep watching his health right he played 17 minutes the other day he's drained he was tired and he was tired and and they it's not off the table that he might still redshirt if things don't work out for him but but he was encouraged by his play and uh, you know mac that's where we we're going next was to talk about uh, Connor mccaffrey because we saw it the other day as well you could just see the way he was carrying himself and the quick passes and i think 
Um, do you think that that with an additional point guard help out there, that that's going to really free up uh, Jordan Mohannon a little bit better? And and even more than that, I think the guy that that Iowa needs to figure out how to get to shoot the basketball with purpose. Uh, is Isaiah Moss because we counted on both of those guys from the outside and when Bohannon's being bumped all over it's hard for him to shoot and Moss is being left open a lot and he just looks to pass first and you got two guys there that need to score. Yeah, I think those are your two shooters and at this point they're probably really Iowa's only two uh, distance shooters and there's no question Bohannon I think would be a better shooter at a two guard uh, but you know you're still just going back to what we kind of talked about this group is still trying to find themselves. They're trying to find how many minutes they can play, what position they can play. Uh, and unless uh, Coach McCaffrey knows something or there was a rule change, I don't think Connor can redshirt unless there's a medical injury. I mean, he's played in the regular season. So, uh, I mean, for all practical purposes, I think the redshirt's been taken off unless he would have, like, you know, a severe injury of some type uh, that doesn't let him play enough games. Well, they said today that he can play uh, in up to 10 games if he's medically, if he has a medical issue. That's what he said yeah. today. That's what Fran said. Now, I don't know. That's what he said. And I, I'm pretty I sure suppose that, Mono's considered a I'm pretty medical sure issue. he wouldn't have said that if they hadn't. In, but you're right. right. Uh, and you're right, and I'm going to guess then they'll probably count uh, Mono as a yes. Uh, medical. Yes. You know, versus a knee injury or a back injury. Right. Something like that. Well, uh, Mac, you're in a position to watch a lot of basketball in, in Iowa with a, uh, a game this Saturday against Drake here in Des Moines that uh, most fans chalked up to as, as an easy win um, a little more than a couple of weeks ago. But uh, Drake's been playing some pretty good basketball. And have you seen Drake personally yet this year? I haven't seen him, uh, you know, in person. But I watched the game last night because uh, I've been fairly impressed with uh, – Minnesota, although, you know, they go to Nebraska and really got kicked around, which was a shock to me. And then last night, uh, just a, a terrific basketball game. And, you know, Drake is right there and have a chance to win. So I think uh, Coach Medvedic has done a terrific job uh, installing his thought and system. And I think uh, both those games this weekend should be very, very highly contested. Well, we know you do a lot of work in the Valley, so I thought you might have bumped into Drake so far. But, yeah, it's this This is going to be tougher. It, oh, there's no question this game is going to be – I mean, it's a pick game as far as I'm concerned right now. I mean, clearly Drake is uh, much improved. Nico and his guys have got them doing some things, um, scoring the basketball, and they're really playing defense a lot better than they ever have, uh, at least in the last few years. Mac, I do have a question, though. With the Big Four Classic or Hy-Vee Classic they're having this weekend – is I'm interested to know your opinion of right now. Who do you think the best team in Iowa is? Right now, uh, and I've seen them personally. I'd uh, have to say you and I, uh, especially because I think you and I travels well in terms of their defense, their fundamentals, and they're, they're veterans. I mean, uh, when you really look at Drake, uh, some of them are veterans, but it's first year coach and first year going through things. Uh, I was young. And Iowa State has got some new people. They're highly talented. Uh, but I think if you had a round robin, uh, I think uh, you and I might be the best team. So, Mac, last last question for me. What do you think? Do you think the Hawks can win eight games in the Big Ten? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, and, you know, it's going to take, again, the young guys learning how to win and you hear that all the time. 
So what how to win means is you don't turn it over carelessly. You have every rebound count. You go get the 50-50 balls and make them 60-40%, uh, things like that. And they'll mature knowing plays. They'll mature knowing where to be. But you've just got to take care of the basketball, and it starts with cutting those turnovers about in half. You've got to get that down to 9, 10, 11, maybe 12. And if they don't, then they can't win eight. 18 turnovers against Iowa State killed them. They, they out-rebounded Iowa State 55-31. to 31. I mean, they were going to the boards. 18 turnovers and one for eight from the line. One for eight from the line is a, another issue, right? But but when you're talking yep. about possessions, when you're talking about possessions, right. they were getting the offensive boards to get their shots. It's it's turning the ball over 18, 18 times. wasted possessions. Well, and Iowa State outscores them 29-8 to eight on off uh, off points off turnovers. So, um, and I thought on Sunday against Southern, um, Iowa's first half was uninspired on the boards, right? But the second half, when it was kind of close, they started really, you know, pounding the glass, and Southern was tired. And, and Iowa has the big guys to go get the basketball there. It's going to be they have to learn how to move without the basketball. Mac, I think you've hit on the theme here. This this team needs to find itself and needs to find each other a little bit, and and they will they will find their way to the uh, to the success. It just uh, that we expected out of them, but uh, it, the, the last thing I would ask you, and I don't know, you're around them a little bit here and there, and you talk to people. Do they would they reset? How do you, how do you reset your goals at this point in time with the fact that you know five and six, you're probably not an NCAA tournament bound team unless you can figure out a way to go over and win four four or five games in New York uh, in in March. Um, do they reassess where they're going? What how does Fran keep them interested in in the year? Uh, I honestly think kids keep themselves interested, and kids are the ones that don't keep themselves interested. I mean, Graham can look at it, talk all he wants, but again, because they're so young, talking to them and telling them is way different than experiencing it. And by that, I mean, last year, you look at Northwestern and you look at Minnesota. Those two teams at that point uh, were sneaking up on everybody. Nobody expected them to have the year they did or Northwestern to get to the tournament, first time ever. Now, this year, I mean, Northwestern, you know, it's a 50-50 team. Like I said, uh, Minnesota goes to Nebraska and loses, almost loses at home to Drake. Uh, so it's a whole different target. They have to learn to play that way. The Iowa team uh, has to learn how to take care, value the ball, and, you know, just lock out outside elements whether it's girlfriends, whether it's, you know, school, uh, parents. You just got to take care of what you do for two, two and a half hours every day, and you'll be fine. Mac, thank you so much for uh, joining us. I hope you enjoy the nice weather out in Vegas. I know you're you're is out there. Yeah, yeah, so uh, enjoy your time out there, and we appreciate your contribution to the Hawkeye Huddle all the time. Thanks, Thanks so much. Not, not a problem. It's a wonderful 68 degrees. <laughs> Which is it's about rough. 60 degrees warmer than it is here with wind chill. <laughs> it's rough. Thanks, Mac. We'll, All right, be we'll well. talk to you later. Thank you, guys. Yep, yep. Call me back. Mac McCausland, of course, a basketball commentator uh, over the years here, and not only for the Iowa basketball, but uh, doing a lot of stuff, TV, radio, yeah. and all that for the Valley over the years. So yeah. appreciate him joining us. And Good um, friend of ours. Yeah, and, you know, uh, he he's absolutely right. The, the piece of this that is that is just missing right now, I think, is it's just flow and time. And I think what you and I can talk about that we didn't get to about this flow. And time. And time. And tide. Is 
is the the rotation constant rotation of twelve to thirteen players going to get you there? Ponder that. Discuss. It's Discuss a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. We'll get into that when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle in seventeen hundred. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One only on seventeen hundred KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Sponsored by KFC. Get your family the gift of a $20 fill-up from KFC. You put it on the table instead of under the tree, but they'll still love it. KFC, it's finger-licking good. The premier college basketball event in the Midwest, the High V Classic, returns to Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines, Saturday, December 16th. See the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Drake Bulldogs at 1 p.m., followed by the Iowa State Cyclones and the UNI Panthers at 3.30. Tickets are available now at highvtix.com, the Wells Fargo Arena box office, any Des Moines or Ames High V location, or by calling 844-55-HIGH-V. Let's see here. Fire protection. Check. Uniforms, mats, and restroom products. Check. First aid cabinets and safety products. Check. Great. So it sounds like we're ready to go. Uh, no. When I said check, I meant we still need to check on all those things. Just call Cintas. They can handle all of it. It's what they do. Okay. Call Cintas. Check. I mean, got it. Oh, I'm ready. Learn how Cintas can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Cintas.com. As a sleepy face emoji, I know we all get tired sometimes. But if you start to nod off behind the wheel, then wake the up. Stay alert and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere and fast attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal and the bartender's well. They're on your side. Jesse Zembers on Ingersoll, just west of 31st Street. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans, Fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. 
Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sussex family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Comedy of Errors about to happen over the next Condon's 38 minutes. Out again. He's going to leave us alone with the uh, equipment. Don't forget to listen live at 6 o'clock for the Boys and Girls Doubleheader between Urbandale and Ankeny. Yeah, that channel will be out there. The Hawks and uh, Hawkettes versus the Jayhawks and Jayhawkettes. Are they the Jayhawkettes? I don't know. I think they used to be. Okay. Jayhawks. Like say, back in the day, that was the big rivalry. Now that we'll see, you know, it's a little different different these days. But that was the big rivalry for. The- I would imagine Urbandale and Johnson's a bigger rivalry now. Now, absolutely. All right, real quickly, uh, Hawkeye wrestlers uh, this last week um, on the road at number eleven Rutgers. They got down twelve zero. It's like the second time in a row they got down twelve zero. Trouble with the at the low weights. Yeah, I, and that's I, surprising. I think we've got well, we got youngins and we got injuries here and there, and they're having troubles down there. They now came back against Maryland one forty to six, but uh, yeah, they had to come from behind. Um, they came back and won it twenty three to fifteen, I believe. Um, I was only rated seventh right now. Hard to believe, I know, but you know, they got some youngins in there. That's the way it's going to be for a while here. And but still seven and zero, three and zero. Hey, undefeated. Paul, did we just get off the farm? What are we calling them? Youngins, youngins, young kids. Why don't we just call uh, them freshmen? Well, Alex Marinelli, a redshirt freshman, is the Big Ten wrestler of the week. He's a stud. He's from Pennsylvania. At one sixty-five, he beat uh, Richie. Sam Boren. Richie Sam Boren. Six to four in overtime against the Rutgers. guitar player from Bon Jovi. Yeah. So the cool part about uh, this again is that is that yeah, Iowa wrestling brings a lot a lot to the Big Ten. Rutgers had a record crowd of sixty five hundred people, which I don't think there's a whole lot more that you can jam into. I'm not sure where they were, but if that old field house, you know. So Rutgers had a big crowd there. The Hawkeye wrestlers go in there. It's a great atmosphere, and that's always the fun thing about Hawkeye wrestling. They 
they bring people to the table, so that's kind of cool. They got the uh, Midlands. Hopefully, next. all sixty-five hundred of those go to the Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, may, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, um, December 29th and thirtieth is uh, the Midlands, so they don't do anything until then. They're off. Uh, of course, it's finals week, week right now, and then uh, they got some time off. Women's basketball team ranked. Rated. Rated. Rated or ranked? Both. Let's go with rankings. I'm going to give them a 10. They're number 25 in the AP poll. They're 10 and 1, and, and, uh, uh, oh, no, 10 and 1. 10 and 1, and they very easily could be 11 and 0. That Florida State game was a great game. It was a great game, and they they just they had a bad spurt in the middle of the fourth quarter, lost by a point. They won this uh, week, sixty-one fifty-five at ISU, despite only shooting thirty-eight percent. But they were thirty to twelve with points in the paint. That's the way to go. If I'm not mistaken, that's the first win they've had there. Like, it's been a while since they've won on the road at at, in Ames. It has, I think. Both the men and women have really struggled over Hilton. Uh, the men haven't won there since uh, um, well, the Horner, NI- and, Horner the and Bruner in the NIT NIT game. Adam Holeska was playing for Iowa State. Yes, and um, I was I was up in the nosebleed session, but I was there. So I know we have this is our short segment. And did you think that the fans in the front row were doing anything to Pemsel when he fell down? I didn't. I didn't really see it. I saw the I saw the that video. I thought the kid, um, I thought the kid that pushed him or kind of touched him looked like that kid thought about doing something and then went no i'm not going to do that well, i don't no, think but, he was doing so anything other than trying to add aid and support oh, I, I don't think i i think he was I, there I, was I no think, maleciousness I, I i don't think he was I, I don't know what he was doing but it didn't look like he was trying to help him up either well i don't think he was trying to help him up i think he was trying to say are you okay yeah, it might have been, uh, more yeah, along might have been. that line i'm not going to give it that there is any 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 malicious intent there i would agree with you i don't think so at all and he so. probably looked at his leg and went oh my gosh there's this tibia Probably. Because apparently it's quite gash. In so fact, he's questionable for Saturday. Three levels of uh, stitches. And yes, he's questionable for Saturday. The doctors will Then went through the epidermis. I'm going to guess that he doesn't play Saturday. Just a guess. I, the number of guys Iowa has to. to when's the next game now. after Drake? Southern Utah next Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday, I believe. Uh, it's a 20, what, what's today? I don't know. I think it's next Thursday. The twelfth, twenty. So I think it's the twenty-first. Southern Utah. That's like so. Friday. Uh, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. All right. Whatever. Whatever. It's that Thursday. All right. And then, um, then they're off for a while. Then they go to that uh, game in South Dakota against Colorado, and then they have uh, Northern Illinois before they come home and play more Big Ten. It's Sioux Falls, right? Right. So, uh, what day is that game? Because that might be fun to go to. Uh, it's like the twenty-eighth. Uh, I'd have to look. We'll look. At, we'll get to grab a schedule here in a little bit. It's right. It's after Christmas, before the New Year. How's that? It just, <laughs> gives okay. You, a week, you know, uh, it's sold out. By the way, it's far and away sold out. Ticket. I was looking. Tickets on 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 uh, SeatGeek right now are 120 bucks a piece. I happen to know a guy who can get us in there. Really? Absolutely. Is it? Is where is it in Sioux Falls? It, I've got I've got friends in Sioux Falls. I can get us you, in. You got a guy. I've got a guy. I, in fact, I might have three guys. Maybe four. Wow. Who could get us in there? It might be an interesting atmosphere. It's a, it's a smaller arena, but uh, it'll be sold out. It's probably be, probably be like playing in the Nap Center. Yeah. I think yeah, it's like 8,000, maybe yeah. 10. Yeah. It's not, not, I'm not saying it's teeny tiny. It's not one of the little gyms down in the Caymans. You know, well, or ballroom in, in uh, Cancun. In Cancun. You've been, been there. Um, well, well, we'll check out what the, what the timing on that is. But Colorado's a good team. That would give Iowa if you can get you know get a couple of these wins against these teams that aren't great. Drake certainly is better than you thought. Uh, 
give them a little momentum if they can figure out how to swing into that. And and I certainly do hope that they figure out a way to uh, to get Connor more involved, and that he's going to end up being he's going to end up being your complimentary point guard. He looked the part to me the other day. And look, the fact, like you said, Jordan Mohanna is not playing the way he did last year, even protecting the basketball. After you just can't play thirty six minutes of point guard, a position that you are not. You're not built to play in the first. You're not built to be a point guard. Yeah. You're built to be the shooting guard, not the facilitator. Monte Morris was built to be a point guard. True. Jordan wasn't. And so, thus, you're going to have turnovers, especially in the second half against pressure defense. Needs a little help, and uh, Connor McCaffrey could be it. All right, we'll talk to Tom Caker when we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. This is Trent Condon from 1700 KBGG. If you text and drive, you're just as dangerous as someone who is drunk at twice the legal limit. Make zero fatalities your goal and focus on the road. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, the Funky Zebras Clive, Phone and Fix, and Hawkeye Back in Western Wear. Posting your job opening to an online job search site is like drinking from a fire hose. You get more resumes than you know what to do with. Robert Half is the better way to hire. Our candidates are interviewed and custom matched to your exact hiring requirements. Quickly. Satisfaction guaranteed. So what you need is just what you'll get. Robert Half. The experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com slash radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Looking for the perfect gift this holiday season? Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. We have great gift ideas to fit every budget. Have someone hard to buy for? Try an O'Reilly gift card. They're available for any amount and can be used at any O'Reilly Auto Parts store or online at OReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, fooddudesdelivery.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. And we're back here in the Hawkeye Hall. Fred Ridge, Craig Jr. Struggling with the phone system here in the studio. We're getting uh, trying to get a hold of Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com. We'll have him here in a minute here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Reminder to join us each week here for uh, Hawkeye Talk and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. I want to thank our great sponsors, including Kozlowski Law, of course, Family Law. Uh, Big Cos been a good fan and friend of the uh, program for a while. Appreciate that. And Christopher's Restaurant over in Beaverdale. You got Tom now? Oh, you're the man. Dave Creighton Jr. Yeah, knows how to work a phone, and you hung up on him. No, you didn't. I did. Do it again. <laughs> it's his high-tech uh, equipment. While we're doing that, I'll, uh, I will talk uh, about our other sponsor, which is, uh, of course, Templeton Rye. We appreciate them uh, every year helping us out and uh, taking care of the Hawkeye huddle. Uh, a couple of other things. As we said, uh, finish up the women's basketball talk. They'll be playing at, uh, on U, uh, against UNI at uh, UNI on Sunday at 2 p.m. And, of course, uh, the Hawkeye men, let's, uh, let's get back to explaining the schedule because I had it wrong. Never happened before, by the way, but I had it wrong. Uh, Iowa does play uh, Southern Utah uh, on the 19th next Tuesday at 8 p.m., and then they are in the road um, up in South Dakota. That is before Christmas, the 22nd, against Colorado. 
So um, we'll keep that straight. And uh, I'm not sure whether you and I will make it up there or not. But like you say, you got a guy. You got Tom now? Good afternoon, Tom. Tom? I'm here. Yay! The magic of radio, live in front. You know, if it's not in these little magic boxes that you hold in your hand anymore, neither one of us can figure out how to run it. We might as well have a rotary phone here. It is amazing. Anyway, Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Thanks for joining us again. And, uh, Tom, we, we spent uh, a good deal of time in the first couple of segments talk, talking basketball. Mac McCausland was on with us, and and uh, it, it, uh, we can con- put a lot of conjecture into what's going on with the Iowa basketball team. But yeah, th- what did you see this week that, that you, you thought was an improvement uh, out of that group and, and that encouraged you for, for what's going to happen here the rest of the year? Well, it's always helpful when you play another crummy team from the SWAC that played the day before. That always makes your basketball team look a little bit better. I'll say that. But, um, you know, on a more serious note, I, I think they, you know, I think they played just a better brand of basketball. They moved the ball better. There were fewer turnovers um, and, and obviously then less points off those turnovers. So, from that aspect of things, I, I think that's just that's a step in the right direction because that's what's been really um, holding this team back. I think more than anything else is just the, the sloppy basketball, the turnovers, and not getting back on defense and allowing points off those turnovers. You know, Tom, we had Mac McCausland mm-hmm. on in our first segment today, and, and Mac was in complete agreement. In, in, it doesn't take a basketball genius to understand that you can't have turnovers, but they had three straight games where they had 17 or 18 turnovers. And if you think about the opportunities that come along with that, I mean, if you're shooting 50% and you get a 30 or points from threes, I mean, you're talking between uh, 18 and maybe 20 points a game difference. That you're leaving on the court. If you had, yeah. if you yeah. have successful on only half of the of those non of those turnovers that didn't exist. I mean, that's that's a big big difference uh, in, in the course of a game. You know, and in in the Iowa State game, they have eighteen, and they only would well, they end up losing by six or seven or whatever it was. I mean, it's got to drive Fran and his coaches, coaching staff, and probably drive Jordan Bohannon just absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's it's really you know a simple fix. Uh, when you look at it from from that perspective, now are they going to win every game if they keep the turnovers, you know, ten or under? No, but it's going to give them a more competitive chance to win those games, um, just because you're going to have more opportunities to score, and the other team's not going to get easy buckets because that's what the result has been has been easy baskets on the other end of the floor because of Iowa's mistakes. So they're you know, a step in the right direction. We'll see how they do against Drake. Uh, Drake's not bad. I mean, you know, I told people before the year that I kind of spent a little bit of time um, in late July at AU events and, and, uh, you know, met Nico uh, and uh, and one of his assistants. And I'm just thoroughly impressed with what they've done. And as you saw last night in the game up in Minnesota, it's not going to be a walk in the park for Iowa against Drake. Drake is going to be a highly competitive game. Well, I think everybody talks about the fact Drake can shoot the basketball, but I, I saw him play pretty good defense last night. It was the thing that was interesting to me. And and uh, and I think 
It was like you, 28, 24 and a half or something, wasn't it? Yeah, and then uh, yeah. When, uh, I, by the time I, I, I saw that, I didn't flip it on right at that point in time, flipped it on later, and it was down, I mean, with under under five to go, it was like 55, 53. I mean, it was a low-scoring game for a while. So they move their feet, right, and it's and they rotate, and they do all the things that you're hoping Iowa can figure out how to do and some of the guys that are missing some things for Iowa, and uh, it's it's going to be a challenge. Before we uh, get too deep, further deep into that, Tom, I want to turn to uh, football recruiting because uh, this was a big weekend for Iowa as far as uh, trying to wrap up uh, what will be the 2018 class. They've got a lot of guys on board, a few spots left, and they had some of their bigger targets uh, in this Saturday. Um, I think one of the more interesting ones, obviously Iowa fans want to know what they're going to do at linebacker, and Will Honus was there. But on top of that, uh, a quarterback that they just offered a couple of weeks ago that seems to kind of be, be picking up a lot of steam, but he's, he had a good time at Iowa. Tell us a little bit about uh, Petrus and some of the other visits they had this week and how, and how those kids uh, liked their, their time in Iowa City. Yeah, we'll start with Spencer Petrus, who's a quarterback out of California that Iowa's gotten involved with here late and got him on campus for what amounted to basically like a, a, a speed dating version of uh, an official visit with usually those last about 48 hours and this one was 24 so it was a quick in and a quick out and he's committed to Oregon State right now he's told uh, uh, Blair Sanderson that he's you know praying about his decision hasn't made a decision he told uh, uh, an outlet in Portland Oregon that he's uh, reaffirming his commitment to Oregon State. And then Blair reached out to him again and said, no, I'm still trying to decide. I think the, either, A, the kids are just telling people what they want to hear, or he's really, truly torn about the decision. I, I still think he's probably going to end up sticking with Oregon State, but we'll see what happens. Uh, certainly a talented prospect. Um, Will Honus, uh, linebacker out of uh, Kansas at JUCO, they want him to come in and potentially uh, replace Josie Jewell. He's going to visit Nebraska this weekend. It's Iowa, K-State, Nebraska for him. Uh, two other guys, wide receivers, Calvin Lockett and Drake Stoops, who is Bob Stoops' son. And uh, I kind of get the feeling that both those guys could pop here anytime. Um, I know Drake is going to sit down with his folks tonight, so maybe we'll get some resolution there. Uh, you know, He had talked about maybe wanting to take some other visits, but... Um, you know, given uh, his name and uh, his parents' uh, affinity towards the University of Iowa, I would think that uh, Iowa is probably going to get a, uh, another Stoops in the uniform, and, and Lockett seems to be leaning pretty heavily towards Iowa. He talked about maybe taking another visit this weekend, but wouldn't surprise me if he uh, popped as well uh, here fairly shortly. So we'll see what happens. But the other guy that's kind of undecided and maybe – Getting closer to making a decision earlier rather than waiting until February is Dallas Craddock, uh, who is a uh, safety prospect out of St. Louis. Um, you know, he has indicated initially that he's going to just make his uh, choice in February, but and, and take some more visits. But now he may be leaning towards making a decision. If, it, if that's the case, then. Uh, I would suspect that Iowa's going to get a commitment out of him. So we'll see. With this early signing period next uh, week from tomorrow, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out. And this is the first year for this new signing period, isn't that right? Yeah, it's the first year, and it's it's kind of a weird new world that we're in with this because we've seen 
kind of nationally a little bit of a run on the decommitment train, uh, and that's not overly surprising, honestly. I thought that would probably happen. Iowa's been uh, solid with most of those guys. Anthony Torres, one of the, the tight end commitment, um, backed out of his commit, may have been one of those mutually agreed upon uh, parting of the ways because I think Iowa uh, had kind of moved away from him as well. So he ended up committing in, to Western Michigan after visiting there this weekend. So, Tom, how many commitments can the Hawkeyes get? I mean, are, are we going to pull a SEC move and take on 25 and then figure out who we're not going to reoffer scholarships? No, they'll uh, – They're you know, it's funny because initially – it was going to be a class of probably about 18, and now we're kind of getting indications that it's going to be closer to 20, uh, which means they've probably got around five spots left. That might even grow more uh, by the time we get to the February signing day if guys decide to leave that semester or give indications after the bowl game that they're going to look elsewhere. So uh, it's going to be an interesting time to see uh, kind of where this finishes up but every class i always say every class always gets to at least 20 and i suspect this one's going to get there too but it might not get there in december it might get there in february well so um this will be one of the things that kirk will like about this is that uh you know these these guys are going to sign on the dotted line or uh, it sounds like Iowa's pretty much going to consider if they don't sign on uh next wednesday that that you know their recruiting <laughs> is, is still open and they're not committed to iowa and um, it gives him a little more leeway so that he doesn't have to run into in February as much of what he's run into with those last-minute uh, defections here and there. Then again, um, pickups like oh, Brandon Myers say, or Josie again, Jewell. I always figured out ways to make those last-minute pickups work for them. But it still gives them time to do that, right? There will be still some kids out there who will be waiting for their larger their larger offers. So um, I think this this this. Do you think this is advantage Hawkeyes? This this new rule, Tom. I, I really couldn't tell you, <laughs> to be honest. I, I just, it's so new. We haven't seen this kind of test run of it yet to see how this kind of shakes out because how many guys are going to get panicked? Are there going to be guys that wait and just kind of maybe get left out on some classes? Uh, coaches are definitely going to be squeezing kids and saying, you know what, you got to get on board now because in February we may not have a spot for you. So. Um, I, there's going to be a lot of uh, jockeying around here in the uh, last week as we head to this first signing period. And I'm I'm really fascinated to see how it shakes out and if it's advantage coaches or advantage players in this process. I would say it's advantage player if you're a top, you know, fifty recruit. But if you're not, I'd say it's advantage coach. Yeah, we just see, you know, we see in college basketball they have a fall signing period and then they have a spring period, but there's a longer kind of wait between those two periods. But in the spring, it is definitely advantage players because you see a lot of guys that are, you know, maybe not the high, high-end prospects, but they end up getting recruited by schools maybe a little bit higher than they should just because of the needs develop. So I don't know if it's going to – it won't be comparable, I don't think, to that. But it's just going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. One last thing for me, Tom. Brandon Snyder got popped over the weekend for OWI, and he's in rehab, and he's a senior. Does that make him less likely to come back, or what would his status be? Obviously, he's not going to play in the bowl game, and now no, he, 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 might, 
He's a junior. He's a junior. So okay. He's still got a year left. So what, what I think will probably end up happening based on other occasions when guys have gotten uh, OWIs is he's going to probably be suspended for the first game as a punishment, and then he'll play the rest of the games. And Iowa has some safety depth they've been building, so you know that'll be that'll be helpful to them, and we'll get him back and hopefully uh, get him rounded out with a good senior season. All right, Tom, thanks. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Cakert of HawkeyeReport.com. Get out there and check out his website. Uh, a lot of good recruiting news. You can get a lot of stuff, check out a lot of things. One of the things that... Uh, good that, to have Tom back on the huddle since last week was the first time, I think, since the huddle started that we didn't have him. <laughs> well, it was a, it was a, we were in experimentation mode again last week, weren't we, with the... That's what the, she the, said. The new, equi- the new equipment. Um, pinstripe Bull. First of all... Didn't Buffalo just make you the other day want to go up to New York in the in you know? At, okay, at the, first of all, Buffalo is sits on the by, edge of know, Lake Ontario, by. and you have the uh, lake effect snow machine. The lake effect snow, yes, I know. New York City is nowhere like that. Well, it's it's on unless the other you get side a nor'easter. You might get a nor'easter. Just saying. Um, Keep in mind they had the Super Bowl there, and it was fifty. The le- was it really in February? Oh, it happened. It happened. So um, a couple of things that I'm reading people uh, wondering about. Apparently, tailgating in the Bronx is not a great idea. Um, you go to bars, apparently. So there's, you know, j- it should be noted that tailgating for the Citrus Bowl is also probably not well, a good idea. We, as long as the game's in the morning, though, it's not too bad. Right. Where we were post game that year, uh, some behind some warehouse on a playground was not. The, it was a bit sketchy, wasn't it? I believe and, that tires were being traded yeah, for services. We, were, we we did get out of there eventually. Uh, after we realized that it was not the greatest neighborhood, roll them uh, up, kids. Roll, roll them up. Uh, only a thousand of uh, now. This this is a couple days ago, but only a thousand of Iowa's ticket allotment had been sold. So would they get fifty five hundred? Uh, I think they get ten thousand. No, and I think they, I think I read or heard it was fifty five hundred. So they, but even then, at two thousand, and that includes the team and every or whatever that right. stuff the players get. You're only sold twenty five to forty percent. Thousand public tickets had been sold, and then a thousand uh, for the for the the uh, entourage of the team and and all that. Now, East Coast people, a lot of people just buy the tickets out there. I mean, there'll be plenty plenty available. It's actually cheaper because the university charges you a ten to fifteen dollar premium to go to sit in their to bad ha- seats to have the worst seats in the to joint. Have the worst seats in the joint. You go through the University of Iowa. I think I've gone to. I'm going to say. 15 bowl games? Yeah. I never bought tickets from the university ever. The only time I did was the Rose Bowl because that was the way to get the tickets for, you know, face value, you know, at the time. Oh. I could have gotten them away. I know. I know. We we both. I know. Don't even get me going. Uh, I know. We, we should have seen it happen. We got out there. Tickets everywhere for less than face value all over the place because. I think Marty Terrell was running the ticket exchange. He, he might have been. Um Anyway, Iowa will have fans from the East Coast go, but BC's probably going to have the advantage. Just they're closer. There's more people out there. Um, good for Iowa State that they're selling their tickets, you know, but they haven't been to a bowl it, game for a while. By advantage, by advantage, you're saying fan advantage. Fan advantage. Fan okay, advantage. whatever. Fan advantage. A uh, little home field cooking, but you know it won't be. It obviously won't be even feel like a home game to them playing in the, in the middle of the baseball stadium. So. They already played a game in uh, Fenway Park this year, so they have a clear advantage in that regard. They did. Yes, I did. Not I think see they that. played UConn. 
in Fenway. I believe so. Was it also laid out from home plate to I, straightaway center? Or I don't it going know. The green monster. Well, I don't know. Remember when they tried to play in Wrigley a couple years ago and they had to? Um, they Illinois, did play in Wrigley. Well, Illinois and Northwestern had to go. They were on the same sideline, weren't they? One and they had they all they had to go one direction because the um, the goalpost was too close to the wall. <laughs> they had to go they, one direction. They did. They they as soon as the, it was, it was like go, playing at the vacant lot. Yep. All yep. right. Yep, everybody starts down on this end. Whoever scored, yep. the, the other team had to run down. Yeah, had to go to, had to run down the other end. A um, couple of other uh, news and notes here. Uh, Josie Jewell, Josh Jackson, uh, now named to four different All-American lists. Uh, the Sporting News, the Football Writers Association of America, Walter Camp, and the AP. Uh, all that's left is the American Football Coaches Association. Uh, four out of five, they're considered consensus All-Americans, so that makes them the 24th and 25th consensus All-Americans in University of Iowa I thought history. it was 25 and 26. Not that it matters. Just curious. Uh, I got 24 and 25, but we could try to count them up. If Doesn't you matter. Wanted to. Anyway, congratulations. First time since 2003 that we've had two on the same team. Uh, and, uh, and I also read a treat, tweet where he goes two consensus of all Americans, and you only go seven to five. And I, I almost responded, but I didn't because I was I was in the middle of something. They both played defense. That's true. Whereas you had Chuck Long. And the, and, well, the issue the issue with this team was offense, offensive consistency. Well, and I, I think oh geez we're we're at, at we're at the I think the interesting thing is they did go seven and five with that good of a uh, that that's how good they were to get noticed that way because sometimes teams that are seven and five you don't get your players noticed that way. Templeton Rye, last call from you. Uh, Templeton 7, please. And uh, Iowa 70, Drake 69. You're liking that that close. Absolutely. I don't think it's as big of a pick em. I think Iowa. I think Iowa figures out a way to use their big their height and their big guys inside. They win it by 10. It's close for a while. Wow. They win it by 10. I feel good about this. You also had Iowa State winning last week. I had Iowa, uh, I had Iowa beating Iowa State last week. Right. Either way. I did have them beating Southern. We both, we both had that. Hey, thanks, Tom Cakert, for joining us on the program again today. Trent Condon and uh, for uh, Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on 1700 for the Hawkeye Huddle. Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessie family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas. Log on to 1700kbgg.com. Click on the the 12 Deals of Christmas banner and purchase the deals you want with half-off gift certificates at Huge Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2. Huge Smokehouse always has daily specials and made-from-scratch sides and excellent barbecue, too. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee across from Dairy Queen online at KUEDSmokehouse.com. The Home Plate Diner, serving the best comfort food around. We offer homemade specials daily and breakfast is served all day. Tuesdays, kids eat free, and Thursdays is free pie day. Two locations to serve you across from the 
Fairgrounds on 30th Street and on Northeast 14th Street, a block north of Euclid. Shorty's Barbecue is full Texas flavor, Iowa nice. Savor their southern-style all-wood smoked authentic barbecue. No gas, no reheating, just mouth-smacking 100% full-body smoke flavor. Shorty's Barbecue, now open behind McDonald's on Northwest 86th Street in Johnson. Online at shortesbbq.com. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas at 1700kbgg.com. As a poop emoji, I see a lot of crap out on the road. But if you get in a car and don't wear a seatbelt, you're being a real head. Buckle up and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com. Delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. The holidays are a wonderful time of year. Made even more wonderful when you're able to get all your packages out on time. So this holiday, ship them at Staples and get 10% off UPS shipping services. Staples is open seven days a week and has all the mailing and shipping supplies you need. Staples. Shop, ship, smile. And right now, get 10% off UPS shipping services. Valid through 12-30-17. Exclusions apply. See associate for details. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Hi, I'm Evan Hanning, host of First Light. We start every day with a close-up look at the morning's top stories. Meteorologist Dean DeVore has the nation's weather. It's Robert Workman for sports. Chuck Rich recommends TV and movies and watches some so you don't have to. Then we take your calls on the issues that push your hot button or make you happy. Because First Light always likes to hear from you and that you listen to First Light. On the Big Talker, 